Hi. Hello. Oh, wait. Can you hear me normally? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if this mic was working or not. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, great. Um, I'm just going to finish this cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Lexi's oh, mom sent us Valentine's packages. Oh, so, cute. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to chew on this. You <laughs> <laughs> can cut this out. <laughs> Are you drinking wine? So I am, yes, um, I'm okay. finishing a bottle of red that I opened when we did High School Musical 3. Oh. <laughs> and I'm really scared because it's sitting like at arm's length and I can smell it. Oh, no. It doesn't smell bad, but it smells really strong. Mm. <laughs> so I'm just scared to take a sip because I don't mm-hmm. know what it's going to taste like and i'm sure it's yeah. fine it's not like it's like that old or anything right it's just like a few weeks old yeah and it's a red which i think like holds up a lot better um mm-hmm. after you open it as opposed to like a white which i feel like mm-hmm. a white you can't keep for longer than like a week and it starts to go sour you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. so uh, i'm just gonna hold my breath and take a sip <laughs> oh <laughs> Oh, okay. Gonna have we to. We hate it. Oh, water. I'm just. Out. I'm gonna have to do a few like five second chugs to, get, you know, just to like get through it. I mean, mm. you could just sacrifice it to the wine gods and just get rid of it. I could. Ugh, I we'll hate see. doing that though. Same. That's why I'm like, just power through. Like you've had mm-hmm. worse, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. <laughs> um, there was two things I wanted to. Oh, I wanted to discuss WandaVision and I wanted to discuss mm. Taylor Swift's mm-hmm. version mm-hmm. of Love Story. Well, her, you know what I mean? Yeah. Her, her recording of Love yeah. Story. A couple of people have texted me being like, oh my God, it sounds exactly the same. And it doesn't. It sounds very different, but in very good ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the differences are pretty subtle. Like, yeah, they are. If you listen to... Because what I did was I listened to the new version and then I listened to the old one. And it's mostly mm-hmm. different in the way that she's singing it, I would say, mm-hmm. with like certain inflections and things like that. Mm. I couldn't really find any differences in like the instruments, like the melody. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed any. I didn't when I did my like comparison. But when I listened to it, I got like weirdly emotional. <laughs> And like weirdly just like real I was I was excited I was pumped I was nostalgic I was like I don't I it was like the weirdest combination of feelings mm-hmm. that I had and I was just like what I was like I've only been listening to this song for you know a decade <laughs> yet yet she re-releases it and like my brain is like holy shit <laughs> you know like I don't know what it is wait that's so funny because I was I listened to it like three times today three or four mm-hmm. times today and like the last time I listened to it so not the first not the second but the last time I listened to it I had just like full body chills and I was like <laughs> what what like yeah but I also yeah like got so emo- yeah nostalgic but also I got a little like not like teary-eyed but like almost like pre-pre crying where it's like <laughs> if I tried I could I right. could if I 
hone in on the feelings I'm feeling right now. It's just, also inflections is the word I was trying to look for earlier today. I was trying to describe it, but like what I heard was different because first off, it's just in her voice itself, you can hear the maturity of her mm-hmm. voice. Like it's yeah, just, for sure. cause I think her voice has changed. And then also mm-hmm. like her, she's not country anymore. So like yeah. it has a little bit of like a more, well, it's definitely more pop. It's not really country anymore, mm-hmm. the new recording. And then, so yeah, like the, the sound overall, like all like the instruments are the same, but the way her voice is makes it sound poppy and not yeah. country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think inflections was the word I was looking for. I was like, yeah, like, sometimes she doesn't just say the word she like drags <laughs> it out and everyone was like what and I was like you know like she yeah, just yeah, like yeah. says things differently and like goes up and down and like whatever is that what you mean by inflections like the way she's saying things yeah yeah just like the way that she's like I don't even know how to um describe it now but like she she has like little they're not even full runs but like I know it's like one little run that was mm-hmm. definitely new that okay she like put in and yeah just like the way that she's executing some of the words Mm -hmm. are definitely slightly different I also recently because I'm a loser have been watching (laughs) a lot of um YouTube videos of vocal coaches watching people perform like Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift and like Shawn Mendes and like actual you know singers sing and then mm-hmm. commenting and critiquing on the way that they're singing. So oh, okay. I feel like sometimes like now I listen to it the way that they do. And mm-hmm. when you're comparing like two different songs, I feel like it's easy to do that. Not that I'm a mm-hmm. voice coach and can be have any authority on the way that people sing at all. Oh. But I'm <laughs> seriously such a loser. I've watched so many of these videos at this point <laughs> that I feel like I've learned a thing or two. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very, very happy with it. And I like that it's basically the same thing because I was mm-hmm. really scared that she was going to come out with all this new music and make it remix of each one. Yeah, same. But the subtleties that she did do are enough for me to be like, ooh, this is like the new Taylor version, but it's similar enough for the nostalgia factor. Yeah. That's yeah. like, so. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, WandaVision. Yes. Well, we have to be careful because people might... The, the five people who listen to this yes. might not be caught up yet um which pat said he was he should be watching it like now right the hell i think so oh. i can't believe like how every episode it gets crazier and the cliffhanger is bigger and i'm like how are they doing this i because I, I keep being like where are they gonna go where are they gonna go yeah the commercial they had today mm-hmm. was just like I, I felt uncomfortable. I, I didn't get it. Was there something that I was missing? No. So I had to Google it. Okay. I was like, what is the WandaVision? <laughs> yo magic, whatever yeah. it was. I guess it, this isn't a spoiler. It just, I guess it has to do with Wanda feeling survivor's guilt still. I don't right. actually, cause I know that was the one for like the, the Lagos one where she was like, you know, I, I have survivor's guilt. I'm like, I still feel bad about the whole, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I think that's what it was. Let me see if um, I can find it again. But while I'm doing that, it's, um, yeah, I, I, it's one of those things where the cliffhanger, you can't, you can have vague guesses on where it goes, mm-hmm. 
but I would be shocked if there was one person who was like, I guarantee it's going to go, yeah. you know, in this linear, it's going to go in that way. Like, yeah, there's no predicting what's going to happen. And just like they reveal, like, especially this episode, the last episode, especially, they reveal mm-hmm. so much in these episodes. And then they leave us with a cliffhanger. And I'm like, I feel like we already know so much. Like, what mm-hmm. else is going to happen? I don't uh, get it. I mean, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that they're able to do that. But I just can't, like, wrap my head around how it's possible. It's They're just so fucking smart and creative and just, like, oh, yeah. my God. It's unreal. Um, Do you watch The Sinner? Ooh, what is that? that? Should be the show that you watch. Okay. If are you still in need of a bingeable show? So no. So I, <laughs> I'm pathetic again, loser. And I this week <laughs> slash last weekend binged two shows. Mm. I watched Firefly Lane and Defending Jacob. Oh right, Defending Jacob. Um, okay, which we can talk about. But I want to hear about the sinner. Oh. It's fucking crazy. So you've definitely heard about it. The first season was with Jessica Bale and she uh, was like at the beach and she like murdered someone and like blacked out and didn't know why she was doing it. So there's three seasons. The third one just came out on Netflix, but it's a show on um, USA. And it's kind of anthology, kind of not. Like the detective in season one is the detective in seasons two and three. Mm-hmm. But other than that, other than him, all the rest of the cast is different. So, like, okay. each season is a different case that this detective is working on. They're so cliffhangery, mm. And, like, I, it was, like, 10 o'clock last night, and I was so tired. And I was like, oh, I want to watch the first episode of The Sinner. Watched it. I was like, I can't go to bed. And I <laughs> had to watch the next one. Then it was, like, midnight. And I was like, fuck, I want to keep going, but I'm going to hate yeah. myself tomorrow. So that should definitely be... Okay. One of your next thing. You would love it. It's okay. so consuming. It's so good. Maybe I'll try it this weekend because like I said, I, I, I've finished two shows and so I'm not in the middle of anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I have the time. So yeah. Tell me about those two that you watch. Cause Firefly Lane looks kind of dumb to me. Um, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those, it's one of those Netflix shows. So first of all, it's based on a book apparently also called oh Firefly by Lane. um that oh my god I can I I know the cover of the book okay yeah so it's based on that author, book but. and from what I read it's like not significantly different but it's different enough it definitely leaves you on a cliffhanger sets it up for a second season so that'll probably come but it's Katherine Heigl plays one of the main characters and it's just like, it's about these two women who have been friends since they were like 14. And it, okay. so it's like the things that they've gone through in their life, like what's gotten them to where they are now. And like, you find out at one point that Katherine Heigl's character named Tully and her best friend Kate um, are no longer friends at this point in the present. Oh. And so like, we don't know why. It's like kind of cheesy. It's like, it's fine. It's not gonna like win awards or anything Mm -hmm. but then again fucking emily in paris is nominated so like at this rate anything can be nominated so who knows (laughs) maybe like next golden globes you'll see that on the list oh my god but yeah it was fine it it was mindless to a point where i was just like i'll just watch it and then i ended up just binging the whole thing thing. so it was fine 
you could watch it. It seems like watch it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm probably not gonna watch it, but but it seems like it seems like one of those kind of like. Am I right in that it would be in the same kind of vein as like a Grace and Frankie type thing? Yeah, it's not as funny. I would say Mm. it doesn't have like a comedic undertone. It's definitely meant to be a little bit more heartfelt. Okay. Yeah, it was fine. Defending Jacob, way better. (laughs) Okay. Defending Jacob was really good. I feel like I heard really mixed reviews of Defending Jacob when it came out. And I looked it up and the reviews are kind of like it got a 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. But then 94% of Google users like the show. And then it got like mm-hmm. a 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb. So like overall, like oh, pretty okay. good. But Chris Evans is oh so hot. I like, yep. it's a very serious show. It's a, basically mm-hmm. a murder mystery. It's very dramatic. <laughs> and there are like these close-ups of his face. And I'm just like, I can't even, I can't even pay attention to what's happening because your eyes are so blue and beautiful. So blue. All I can do is stare at your face and your eyes and like his beauty is so distracting. It's like almost offensive. Yeah. Like it's literally just, that's how I feel about Matt Bomber in um, the center (laughs) right now, because I'm like, oh my God, you are so, he has like the scruff and like his hair is kind of like long and has a little curl to it. And the eyes are like piercing blue gray and I'm like oh um yeah yeah but wait can you remind me about what that show's about I know you just said murder mystery but yeah so basically at the start of the show okay so Chris Evans is married he has a a son in eighth grade so he's like 14 I think and someone from his son's school, like another student in his grade is murdered. Okay. So the whole point is you are finding out who murdered him. The show's called Defending Jacob. So Jacob becomes one of the suspects. Mm. And that's like the premise of the whole show is like his, so Chris Evans, who's his dad is like basically trying to defend Jacob. Mm-hmm. He's not his lawyer, but like he's very like in the case. Um, so it just goes through and it's like it's it's good because I thought because every episode every other episode you're like he didn't do it oh he Mm. did it and then you're Mm. like no he did it and then you're like (laughs) yeah he fucking did (laughs) um so it's like you really like don't know literally up until the end like you just don't know what's going on you don't know what the truth is and it's just like okay it's really good it was one of those where I was like I have to watch the next episode okay I like that I need more of those in my life yeah yeah definitely recommend that one oh my last thing in terms of other tv aside from Raven uh, (laughs) she says with an eye roll (laughs) is um framing Britney Spears have you seen it yet no so good really so sad just like the shit that she's gone through in her life in terms of like the media paparazzi like the shit that people were asking her on interviews and like saying to her and about her is unreal it's just like crazy I I know that I mean I'm assuming she's obviously not crazy but like you can only imagine a person that goes through all of that would be crazy Mm. like that is what would drive a person insane and it's just like really it it like documents from like when she started singing and like being in the public eye like up until now 
and it's just crazy like how much she's changed like you forget what young Britney was like and like how strong and confident and put together and eloquent she was and like now she's just like such a mystery and like no one knows anything about anything and like everything about her like the way that she like speaks and everything is just so different now and it's just like insane to watch the whole thing is like sad like how Mm. everything is played out in her life but I highly recommend it it like really puts light on how fucked up the media is and like Mm. how fucked up everyone around her was literally everyone from Justin Timberlake to Diane Sawyer wow yeah it's 100% pro Britney it ends with like the free Britney movement highly highly recommend it me and my friends have been talking about it all week (laughs) Mm. um other than that I don't really have anything else I feel like that in itself is like a lot of TV. I watched all everything that I just talked about. I watched within the last week. So (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I really (laughs) got a lot in there. (laughs) Honestly, I wish I wish I did that. Okay. Yeah. Well, after an hour, (laughs) should we (laughs) should we get to the uh, the real shit? Who are we kidding? The, yeah. the hour we just talked about was the real shit. I, I was just going to say, I feel like I come for the, the pre-show. <laughs> like, the I rest come for of the it. opener and leave for the main show. The rest of it is like an obligation. Um, <laughs> I will say I was like a little less angry this week watching these episodes. Uh-huh. I don't even think they the episodes were better at all, but I was just less angry. I um I think I agree with you. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I think I agree with you. Honestly, I watched them a while ago. Um so it's going to take me a second to like get to remember everything, but like looking at the um ooh, one of them I really liked. Okay. Okay. Yep, I I think I agree. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um so we watched episodes 4 through 8. It's really bothering me that these aren't in like um Five yeah. to ten, ten to six, but it's fine. Um, so the first one is called Taken to the Cleaners. And it's about Raven doesn't pay attention to her mom when she asks her to do things. So Tanya's in, in, uh, teacher, she is in law school, we find out. Mm-hmm. Her teacher loses her assignment. So she puts it in like an envelope and she's like, Raven, the professor's coming by, give him this assignment. Raven accidentally gives him an angry letter that the mom wrote to him with no intention to give to him. So Raven gives him that letter. They freak out. They go to the cleaners because Raven has a vision that the teacher gives his coat to that cleaners and then they have to steal the letter back so he never reads it. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Okay. My first note, what is it with all these fucking kids? There's so many little kids. I know. I, Too many. I, I also, at the beginning, when I saw Stanley come back in, I was like, part of me is glad there's like consistency and that they like bring back the same recurring characters. But then the other part of me was like, why does every episode have to have part of the plot be an annoying kid? Yep. Are they just like not able to come up with anything better than that? Like, are they lazy? Or are they just like, what's going on like why do we keep bringing these annoying kids back every episode and what and I'm sure I miss this but what is the relationship between Eddie and Stanley I don't remember I just 
the only thing I remember is that they brought him because they were like, Sid, what's her name? Sierra. Uh, mm. the other annoying little girl like needs a friend right. like needs a friend her own age but I don't right. know I don't remember how Eddie knows Stanley hmm. I was like is he babysitting him is it like a little cousin is it a neighbor I was so confused yeah I um, don't know oh I definitely did get mad for a second because I the next thing I wrote was oh I see where this is going and I'm pre-mad and it's making me want to skip this episode because <laughs> I wrote down this episode is so predictable seven minutes in. <laughs> I was well, like, we already know what's going to happen. <laughs> I actually was like wrong in the beginning, but I was like, I know Raven's not going to hand in that fucking assignment and that she's going to fail this thing. I like, and then as soon as she wrote the letter, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she's going to give the wrong one. But originally I was like, oh, Raven's not going to hand in the assignment at all. And then she's going to get mad. But so I was, I was wrong in my own thing where I was like, I can see where this is going. I was wrong. Um, but I think that was the only moment I was angry because yeah. the rest of the episode, I was like, this is ridiculous, but is this the one where they play ping pong and he takes all of their shit? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Hate. So the, the one driving factor in this episode that like made everything happen the way that it happened I'm now remembering really pissed me off as I'm really reading the notes. So basically the premise of the episode, like you said, is that Raven doesn't listen to her mom. And so on top of giving the professor the wrong letter, she also has all these other chores that her mom told her to do. One Mm. of them being, um, I guess like drop off and pick up the dry cleaning. And so in the episode, the, I guess the dry cleaning has already been dropped off and um, someone rings the doorbell and Raven's like, oh, pretend my leg is broken. Eddie, get the <laughs> door. He opens the door. It's the girl on the bike delivering dry cleaning. And I was just like, why does Raven have to have a broken leg for them to get dry cleaning delivered? Because that is a very normal service to pay yeah. for. Like that is yep. just something that you can do regardless Whenever. of- exactly of what state your body is in like who cares that is a paid service and the girl that that's dropping off the dry cleaning is so pissed that she had to do it get another job okay (laughs) if you don't want to be doing this get another job or don't offer a delivery service I don't know there are lots of ways around this and I don't understand and it's annoying because that is what drives the rest of the episode because then later when they try to when they go to the dry cleaners to try to get the letter back so that he doesn't read it the girl is pissed because she's like oh you're the one that lives at yeah on the top of the hill that I had to drop off your delivery whatever and like I'm not going to give you the letter like come on well it's funny because I noticed immediately she has other packs of clothing on her bike still like it's not Mm -hmm. like they were the only ones getting delivered she had like two or three other hangers of stuff so like why is she so mad at them when she has other things like it's like you said it's part of her job to do yeah and like yeah when you live in san francisco and it's literally all the most intense hills you could imagine like yeah it's gonna fucking suck right it just it didn't make sense it made me i was so annoyed when i saw that i was like this is just so stupid and then it, 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 it's what set up the rest of the episode, which makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the only yeah. reason why the rest of the episode happens. Because if the girl didn't hate Raven, she would have just given her the letter back, and it would have been fine. 
Mm-hmm. Before she got the letter back, she was Tanya was like, oh, they're going to kick me out of school for this. And I was like, why would she get kicked out of school for writing a strongly worded letter to her professor? Like, right, I don't think exactly. you can get kicked out of law school for that. No, you um, wouldn't. That doesn't make any and sense. And then the teacher himself, how does he have a job? How As does a he have professor a professor of law? <laughs> Not just a job, a job as a professor of law. <laughs> he was like, like, what am I doing here? Where am I? Blah, blah. How'd you get here? And everyone's like, the fuck? Like, literally the most absent-minded person ever. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't funny. I didn't think it was funny. It was just like, it was stupid. It was frustrating overall, I think, of an episode. Oh, also the other thing is, how did Raven know that that was the dry, like, is there only one dry cleaner in San Francisco? Like, that she yeah. didn't go to that one? Like, there are probably five on, like, a two-block radius in New York City. Oh, my God, yeah. You know, you're telling yeah. me that Raven knew exactly which dry cleaner to go to? I don't think so. <laughs> That's funny, because I didn't even think about that. I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was funny, though, when they, um, there's always a point in every episode of Raven that it's like, if there's ever a moment you're going to remember, it's this moment. And for this episode, it's when she tries to hide and she puts the jacket on, on the mm-hmm. hanger. And then it starts rotating and she's in the jacket, like mm-hmm. rotating around the thing. And she's like handing stuff to like the girl. And so I realized, I feel like if we don't talk about it, I should start saying, or one of us should start saying the moment that we think is both is, um, most memorable so like the one episode like the like first or second episode ever where she's in like that purple outfit where she's mm-hmm. like plus size and has like the hat and like yeah, that yeah, is yeah. like the memorable thing you know what I'm talking right. about yeah 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 yeah. So, I do yeah that's a good idea I literally just came up with that th- right now <laughs> when I say I decided that I mean right literally just now <laughs> wasn't a oh, premeditated yeah. thing that's that's a good idea that's like really all I had the one thing I wanted to bring up was I mentioned the ping pong thing mm-hmm. and they're just actually giving away all of their things. Yeah. Like Corey was, Oh, I'll give you my video games, blah, blah. Maybe I'm just a son of a bitch. But like, I, if I made that bet, I'd be like, no, you don't actually get those. That was a joke. Like they're right. actually giving stuff away. Eddie gave him his shoes I'm just very confused. I would be like, I'm sorry, you're six. I don't care. <laughs> you're not getting my stuff. <laughs> That's what I mean. He's you know? not, he, he can't hurt them. And yeah, he's a child. And he gave right. his, what like, are they, what, what is he going and... to do if they don't give him their stuff? Nothing. 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 Literally I couldn't nothing. believe it. <laughs> and really Chelsea funny. is so good at ping pong that she, there's a, literal hole that goes through the paddle Stanley's paddle yeah because it's so forceful yeah I just uh, I, I couldn't believe it yeah why why how I don't even know and the dad got involved and I just couldn't take which was e- that, that was even dumber when he got involved because if if anything he really doesn't have to give this kid anything yeah <laughs> like I just don't I don't know I don't know whatever it's disney i don't it's know disney. that's that's the go-to for everything yeah. it's disney that's all i had and yeah i didn't have else. anything else either cool okay number five is called five finger discount and 
Corey is friends with this new group of kids and they go to the mall and the kids like to steal. So they're like, Corey, you steal too. And he goes, okay. Then he has a dream about a giant monkey. And then Raven is like, you can't steal, blah, blah. She dresses up as a security officer, gets the kids in trouble, I'm pretty sure. And that's kind of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty basic. Yeah. With episodes like this, I'm always surprised how they're able to make it a 22 minute episode. Because <laughs> I just feel like it could have been five minutes. Yeah. Maybe 10. Mm-hmm. You know, because the other storyline is Eddie and Chelsea are trying to win some prize from a soda company or something. Oh, yeah. And then they win the prize, but we never see what it is. They never say mm-hmm. what it is. It's just a mystery. Mm-hmm. Which I, I just a, a plot line like that that doesn't do anything for the story it doesn't get us anywhere we don't we literally don't learn anything because we don't even know what the prize is yeah what is the point it was just a waste of time I was so confused at the end because I almost wrote down should I know what this is and I missed it <laughs> and then I realized that no they just never said anything yeah. Yeah, I just don't understand. You're telling me that that was the best they could come up with as a subplot? And it has to be some kind of animal, right? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. But at one point, I thought it was something that you could ride. And at another point, I thought it was electronic. But I don't I don't know. They, they I have no idea. I don't I don't know. I, I don't think it's kind of funny thing. that they did that. It's kind of funny. But I still think it was a waste of time. Mm. I could agree with that. I'm not mad that it was so basic because I realized that's the shortest synopsis I've ever given. And it was amazing that I didn't confuse myself halfway through my synopsis Mm -hmm. because there's too much going on. It's actually really nice to have a main plot that's very clearly a let's teach you a lesson kind of thing and having the B plot be silly and irrelevant. I feel like that was a lot of the Lizzie McGuire stuff where the Matt plot lines were super irrelevant, but those were like annoying. Yeah. But it was a nice change in pace to have something that's very heavy on one part. I forgot what the B plot was because that's how irrelevant it was. Yeah. And I'm not mad about it. Yeah. The only reason why I remembered it was because these episodes, I don't know why it's so hard to pin down what they're going to be about. So when I write down what my title is to remember the episode, I wrote Corey soda contest, Corey stealing (laughs) because the main plot line, which is Corey stealing. Mm -hmm. You don't see that happen until a few minutes after. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you've already seen this weird soda contest thing. So I was, I, I was like, is this what it's about? Like, What's I, going on? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I agree. It was nice to finally see an episode where there is an actual point to it and an actual mm-hmm. takeaway. And mm-hmm. it wasn't just a bunch of random comedic shenanigans. That, yeah. That yeah. were just thrown into an episode just to be entertaining, even though it's not even entertaining. Right. I 100% agree. Like this episode had a purpose, whereas most of these don't, which is very different from Lizzie. I feel like with Lizzie's episodes, not every single one had a purpose, but you could at least draw some Mm -hmm. sort of conclusion as to why, like what it was trying to say. 
most of these episodes are so ridiculous that I feel like Mm -hmm. they're just kind of pointless. I agree. There's, there was a a time where they had a greater purpose and I feel like that's very rare now that they have. You could argue that the one, the cleaners one, the lesson is pay attention to your parents and do things that they ask of you because there's reason for it. But, and also don't give away your shit to a (laughs) six-year-old. When it comes to, well, two things. My first two notes is, is this the guy from Hannah Montana? Is that Jake Ryan? Yes. Um, My second note, my second note was, why are kids such little shits? I hate that. Why are people, why do they got to steal like that? Also, all of their stealing is the least subtle thing I've ever seen in my entire life. The least subtle. (laughs) Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. It's really stupid. Yeah. Pretty basic message. Don't steal. That's really. I, uh, I wrote down to tell this story about stealing. So when I was younger, probably, I was probably like seven. We, my family was at the mall and we were at Bed Bath & Beyond. And my mom was in the bathroom and it was like towards like the front of the store where they had like candy and gum and whatever. And I picked up, you remember ouch gum? Did you ever have that? Oh, so good. I don't know why I need to find that shit somewhere to buy it because it's amazing. Um, I picked it up to show my mom when she came out of the bathroom, I want this gum, but I don't know what happened, but I forgot I was holding it. And I just walked out of the store with the whole family because my mom was like, okay, I'm, I'm out of the bathroom. I don't want to shop in here. Let's go. And what does a seven-year-old have to do at Bed Bath & Beyond? I don't care. So so we're leaving and we're like, we were at like a really big mall in Buffalo. It was like two stories, like huge. We get pretty far away from Bed Bath and & Beyond and my mom looks down and she goes, where did you get that gum? And I look down and I just, I don't know why I forgot I was holding something. And I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my God, like I meant to do this. And she goes, go back there right now and return it. And I was like, no, 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 no. It was like the most traumatizing thing. I went back. I literally am going in like head down, kind of looking off to the side. All of the (laughs) women at the counter are looking at me and kind of like smiling. And I just put the gum back on the, on the, not counter, on like the kind of um, swirly, like here's whatever. Mm -hmm put it back on there and just run out of the store again. And I was like, mom, that was so embarrassing. Like you should have just let me keep it. And I was like, it's not my fault. I didn't do it for real, blah, blah. But, uh, so a little bit different than what happens in this show, but that is my one memory of accidentally stealing something. What do you think the, uh, the like lasting scene is in this? I don't know if there is one. Her as a security officer. I mean, maybe I was going to say, yeah, maybe just Raven dressed up as, that mm-hmm. type because at one point like the pants are too big yes. and stuff so her pants fall down and it's like this whole thing but yeah and mm-hmm. I vaguely remember that like watching that when I was younger and seeing that happen so yeah that was a uh, lasting <laughs> moment I guess I just feel like there's so many times that we like talk about things and then I look I when I listen back I just think I would have no idea like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. This next one's a doozy. So, oh God, yeah. <laughs> Episode six is called Sweeps. And one way or another, Raven gets somewhat control of putting together a community theater play where Tanya's the director and someone gave Chelsea the 
option to write a play. And she calls it something like the chimney sweep children of London, but it's like three times longer than that and very, very sad sounding. And I just don't know who would agree to that play or why Chelsea got that role. But Raven keeps having visions that the play is going to get booed off the stage and people are going to leave. So she keeps being her crazy self to get things as perfect as possible. But then it ends up that everyone quits. So she tries to put on the play herself and then silent Mo or whatever his name is, is like, there hasn't been a play that hasn't gone on in 37 years. And then everyone comes up and helps her finish the play and they all live happily ever after. Yep. (laughs) So I understand that Raven's vision isn't great. But why doesn't she just tell them that she had a vision? I know. She literally every episode, she has a vision. She tells someone every single episode. Why did this yep. have to be any different? Well, because this is, I'm realizing now, this is the same situation as maybe it was, they were doing a dance or something, but there was something going on where Raven and Chelsea went their separate ways because Raven had a vision that Chelsea's method wasn't going to work out and people were going to hate it. So she told Chelsea, Hey, people aren't going to like your idea. I don't know if it was a song or a dance or a competition of some sort. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I remember remember because then at the end of the episode, they, they both end up like uh, Chelsea's dressed up as a tree or something. Yes. It's the the opera thing where they got the hundred dollar gift certificate to the mall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she told Chelsea, no one's going to like your idea. So that's such a good point. Like, why wouldn't she just go to the people who know her and say, Hey, I had a vision that people are going to hate it. What can we do? Right. And, uh, and she, so then she changes. I what? Well, I was just gonna say is she doesn't even know why people don't like it. So it wouldn't be that offensive for her to just go and be like, we need to change something, right? Because she's not saying, well, X, Y, and Z are bad, or you know, whatever. She's not insulting anyone. She's just saying what she saw. Mm-hmm. So why? I, just, can't she I laughed that? out loud when she was like, the, the title of the play is so long and so sad Hmm. and she goes I changed it to sweeps and she (laughs) made it like a musical and like tried to make it as happy as possible and Chelsea was like this is the exact opposite of what I wanted yeah but yeah she I appreciate the dedication of Raven of trying to do the entire play herself but what the fuck (laughs) in what way it first of all the fact that she even thought that that would work was stupid I just how old is she 15 or 16 I don't know she's she's at least that because she's of driving age Mm -hmm. you're telling me that a 15 16 year old is stupid enough that they can go on stage and pull off a one-man show that's meant for like 20 (laughs) you know are you really that delusional to think that it just but at the same at the same time this is why I say I appreciate the dedication because she wasn't going to do it. And then this man, the, the janitor was like, Oh, he starts talking all the time. And he's like, Oh, we haven't canceled a play in 36 years or 37 years, whatever. And she was like, Oh, okay. Like I can't fuck with tradition. So she had to do it. But yeah, I just could. It's, I mean, it's impossible and it proved impossible because that's why people started booing and leaving. Yeah. Also, when she was doing that, 
I thought it was a little cruel of her parents to just sit there for as long as they did and watch her fail for as long <laughs> as they did. <laughs> because at that point, I she had gone on long enough where I was like, is anyone going to do anything? <laughs> yeah. I don't. Or are we just going to keep watching this car crash, essentially? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm glad they finally went up and helped her, but I was like, you're her parents like go do something yeah. you know well this is like last week when yeah we were like victor watched raven short circuit for like yeah. way too i just don't i i don't i mean whatever i don't know i don't know that's so true this was another episode where i didn't have too much but one thing was at the end of the episode raven and her mom are having a conversation and her and I think at that point, Raven had explained that she had multiple visions mm-hmm. where one was, you know, a good one and another was a bad one. And her mom said something like, you just have to let things happen on their own, like whatever like, will happen. I don't know what she said. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you just have to trust what will happen. And then Raven was like, how do you know which time to trust or whatever she said? And I just thought that's just called life raven (laughs) you know you just let things happen and eventually it'll work out the way it's supposed to work out okay this is called living (laughs) i just i don't know why that annoyed me so much but it did no i like there's nothing to question you know there's you just you just it happens she just like doesn't know what to do because she has the privilege of always seeing what's gonna happen and we're just along for the ride of like whatever happens that's so true I didn't even like think about that that's so funny I I I just I mean at this point I can't even say I can't believe it because (laughs) again you know what it's it's the show that's what the show is that's just it that's just what it is but, Something that I yeah. actually couldn't believe. I mean, I, it, you know, <laughs> they have a whole meeting about Raven and how bad she is at Raven's own home. Right. Why wouldn't they meet at the theater and be like, oh, let's have a meeting about how like bad Raven is. They're in her living room. Her parents are there too. Yeah. And like, they're just like, oh, let's all have a meeting about how much we hate working with Raven and she can walk in at any point. And she's like yeah. picking up these clipboards and it's like meeting about Raven, what to do about Raven, change this. I was like, what, whose idea was that? There are minimum 100 other places they could have met. <laughs> <laughs> they could have met at, <laughs> they could have met at any one of those people's houses, anyone else but Raven's house. They could have met at like a restaurant. The theater you know, itself. The theater. They're so... I'm telling you, there are minimum a hundred places to have met <laughs> other than Raven's house. It's so true. I just... Oh my god! Oh man! I, I think I'm just overtired at this point because I think that's I one of the funniest things you've ever said. That and then that... <laughs> there's something else you said. That's life or whatever. Oh my god! I can't. Oh, that was good. Anyway, Ooh. that's honestly again all I had. I oh yeah, I um <laughs> it's it's you know, it is what it is. 
Yeah. I didn't hate it though. I haven't hated any of these episodes so far. So no, I'm mean, you know what? We're three for three. Yeah, um, no strong hatred or distaste. Yeah. Um, at this point, everything's just okay. I would even say it's more positive than indifference. I'm not even indifferent to these episodes. I'm a little bit more positive yeah. about them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number seven is double vision. I liked this one. Yeah, uh, I, I did like this one too. It it wasn't annoying. I didn't have right. anything that I wrote really because I think because it wasn't annoying. Mm-hmm. The last thing I wrote about it was, okay, this was fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll so, take it. We'll so, take it. You know, that's good. Um, Minor- I did remember this episode. I didn't remember um, watching this when I was younger, but that's right. I did not remember this. Oh. I feel like if anything, like the whole rainbow thing, her being sunshine, mm-hmm. like pretending be- that was the most, uh, what's the word? Like, I remembered that the most, if anything, but the whole the other guy and whatever, I just, because, oh, I, I should go over what it entails. <laughs> um, So there's a guy that Chelsea likes and Raven finds out that this guy also is psychic. So they kind of like team up. He's never told anyone that he's psychic. So he's like trusting her, but they're like together a lot. And they like hug because they found out that if they embrace that they can use their powers together and have either the same or a more intense vision if they like work together they hug and chelsea's like thanks a lot raven because she likes him and then they tell chelsea that he's psychic there's a whole thing about a concert it's kind of irrelevant not super whatever and um raven and ben who's the boy have to kiss to be able to figure out where eddie and rainbow are (laughs) This sounds insane. Yeah. <laughs> so Chelsea maybe starts dating him. I don't know. We don't hear about him in the next episode, but um, yeah. Yeah. So kind of fun that there's another psychic there. Yeah. Um, that was my other thing. I wrote down, do we ever see Ben again? Because we don't see him in the next episode. But then when I was thinking back to when Raven was dating Devon, he kind of popped mm-hmm. in and out. So I'm kind of hoping we see Ben again because it's cool that there's another psychic. It's mm-hmm. nice that Chelsea finally has a boy and mm-hmm. it's not just Raven. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not confident that they'll bring him back because I feel like this could be a good thing and Disney won't do a good thing for us. <laughs> so, You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Just try to be real, you know? I want him in at least one more because, yeah, yeah. we forgot about Devon for a while because he wasn't in, like, two of them. Right. Every time he came back, I was like, wow, she has a boyfriend. Yeah. Could not remember. <laughs> They don't even tell us when Eddie has a girlfriend. So I'm not, I don't have super high expectations right. for this. Right, exactly. It's just annoying because they're consistent with certain things like bringing Sierra and Stanley back over and over again. Mm-hmm. But then these main characters get a boyfriend or a girlfriend and we never hear them of them again. Yep. And you would think that they would be way more important than Sierra and Stanley. You would think. You know? Yeah. It just yeah. doesn't make any sense. Nothing but, makes sense um, ever. Yeah. I feel like as as crazy as the synopsis sounds, because it just sounds so stupid, <laughs> when you're watching the episode, it all makes sense. Yes. And it's not that crazy. I mean, it's crazy, but it's not crazy in content in the in the Raven world. Yeah. 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 So I feel like 
just if I just overall did better about my synopsis I give they all could make sense but (laughs) but uh, but with these episodes these episodes are every Raven episode for some reason is so complex Mm -hmm. that one I wouldn't know how to make a synopsis and two (laughs) again with this thing that I wrote I wrote rainbow concert Ben psychic like I didn't understand what it was about (laughs) until like two-thirds of the way in you know yeah it's so hard to figure out what these episodes about are about until you're minimum halfway in yeah that's so true (laughs) like yeah you say synopsis and I'm like am I just like not explaining this right probably but also yeah when you're actually watching them they do make sense like but um, they're very all over the place yeah they do so much jumping around and there's just there's two there's so many components there are almost too many components yeah yeah so that's why it's so nice when you have an episode like the Corey stealing one where it's like Mm -hmm. oh wow that was such an easy whatever yeah but this one even is like there's no like I don't think I don't remember what was happening with Corey I have no idea is this the one where he couldn't see Um, I didn't write a note on it I think that was the next one. Oh. Because I wrote down, I wrote a note about Corey's glasses. Oh, okay. But Oh, I did too. I, did too. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's the same one. <laughs> okay. I'm excited um, to see if it is. Um, <laughs> can I just read through my notes for the for the psychic one? Yeah. Okay. When do the boys in motion show up? <laughs> so true i just can't protect how this kiss is ever going to happen mm-hmm. hey the mom directed this fun fact oh my god he's psychic this ben guy is cute <laughs> and then i said people aren't that stupid they can tell that's not rainbow and then i said oh that's because she's sunshine that was my notes <laughs> i mean so... you you had more than me so Mine aren't even None of them even right. warrant like an actual <laughs> conversation. That's how mine are. Too. <laughs> they're honestly not even worth reading. I already read you one of them. So just read the rest. Uh, the, my first one is, oh, Ben is psychic, right? Do we ever see Ben again? Okay, this was fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you did say all. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know. The only, like I said, the only thing that I remembered was her in the whole like dress of trying to be sunshine of like the long yeah, wavy hair and the headband and the guitar and the weird glasses. Yeah. I remember that too. I think that's probably the only really notable thing. Yeah. I can't yeah. think of anything else really. But it was fun. It was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. Okay, last one. Did you, you didn't have anything else you wanted to say? No, no, no. Um, I know that you like. To, I would just like to ask, just in case you know, something <laughs> comes up. Even though you read me all your notes, just I just want to <laughs> just want to make sure you voice all of your opinions. Yeah. Um, this one was another. I don't know how she saw this ending in a good way. So this is called Bend It Like Baxter, and there's a girl who is from Russia who's a really great gymnast. And when you look at her from the back, she looks a lot like Raven. Mm -hmm. And because they had like the same hairdo that day. And so there was a guy who like saw the back of 
so Natasha's the name of the Russian girl. He saw the back of her and she was like doing all these crazy things and like looked really athletic. And then he like looked away for a second and like came back. And then it was Raven like showing her face. Mm-hmm. And so he thought that the gymnast was Raven when in reality it wasn't. So he went on this hunt being like, you're the perfect girl for me. I want to go out with you, blah, blah. They start going out and Raven pretends to be Russian so that he likes her. And it's just freaking ridiculous. Yeah. Gets to the point where she competes on her behalf, which is so wrong. So <laughs> that pissed me off. <laughs> so then it ends with, of course, Raven gets found out. The real Natasha comes. The, the, her and the boy start dating, and Raven's like, "Well, I'm alone again." Probably because she can't be herself. She always yeah. has to try to be someone else. Yeah, ridiculous. She's an idiot. Yeah. The first thing that I wrote down was I don't understand why there are separate boy and girl gym classes. Yeah. Is that a thing? I don't think so. Uh, that always seems to be the thing in these TV shows. And I've never seen that in real life or heard of that in real life. Mm-mm. I don't know. That was weird. I didn't even notice that, that that's what was happening. Yeah. And all the boys are standing out there gawking at the girls in gym class, which is also weird. Super uncomfortable. Yeah. I wrote at one point, I'm sitting up straight and this episode is putting me to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So I was really tired then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Also, this would make more sense if I remembered what happened in the last episode with Corey. But in this episode, Corey's trying to impress this Cindy girl. Mm -hmm. But in the last episode... They were boyfriend and girlfriend. Well, so what happened was they are boyfriend and girlfriend in this episode, but she mentioned to the one kid, she was like, oh, I like your glasses. And Corey was like, oh, she likes guys with glasses. So he just wanted to like get glasses because she complimented the one guy. So he like wanted to be like, you know. Okay. That's stupid, but okay. The thing that I wrote about his glasses was there. He's literally wearing sunglasses. <laughs> I wrote those are sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I wrote they don't even look like prescription glasses. <laughs> I'm so ha- I love that so much I just had a feeling I was like I know um, if there's anything she's gonna mention it's gonna be the fact that he didn't even pick out real glasses they were sunglasses yeah, yeah that was so stupid on it's just so dumb the whole thing oh my god oh so ridiculous. man <laughs> going back to um Raven as Natasha like I said in the beginning I don't know in what way she ever saw this ending in her favor like she should have just immediately been like hey you know I don't want to go on this run with you that you mentioned it's 5 a.m I need like you know I'm Raven I guess I just look like her like I was really thrown off I do I think you're cute like I would like to hang out but then she's like I'm in too deep yeah because you took like a five mile run with this guy putting on a Russian accent the entire time yeah not only does she have to get away with him thinking that she's an athlete Mm -hmm. She has to get away with him thinking she's a gymnast. (laughs) Because it's it's one thing to like, to pretend that you're a runner, you know, it's one thing to, you know, but a gymnast, like that's very different. That takes actual skill and practice. You can't just pretend you're a gymnast. (laughs) Well, and then it becomes very obvious when, 
they're like, oh, Natasha's not going to be performing today because like she has a leg, an ankle injury or whatever. And then Raven comes on and they're like, oh no, just kidding. She's going to, she's going to compete. And she just, once again, breaks out the, uh, the ribbon and, <laughs> yeah. uh, wraps herself in the ribbon and she just like does these dances and looks ridiculous yeah and just the the whatever it's called I don't even know right what word to use right now the realist in me I guess was sitting there like she is totally messing up her you know could she make it to states if she Mm -hmm. competed in this and did Raven mess up did anyone make it clear to the judges that that wasn't Natasha like right that's so wrong yeah well and not only is she obviously not a gymnast because you can't do a single gymnastic you know stunt or whatever even remotely close yeah but how does no one in the audience no one on the gymnastics team see that that is clearly not natasha wait that's before, so true i didn't think before about that raven even starts because she's standing out there uh-huh. she's just standing out there and not a single person says that's not Natasha <laughs> I didn't even think about that that's so true you know I understand the judges probably maybe don't know what Natasha looks like doubtful mm-hmm. but it's possible but there are other people out there that are on the, the team yeah that should know that that is not Natasha that's oh my god that's so funny you know I don't have an answer for you there it just this episode and the rest of the episodes I feel like this week especially they haven't pissed me off as much as the past two weeks Mm -hmm. and they're not as annoying and just maddening but there are just so many plot holes so many issues that I I just it's another thing where I'm like I see it now and it's so obvious now when I'm watching it but Mm -hmm. Would I have noticed when I was watching this younger? Did I notice? Did I care? I mean, I definitely did mm-hmm. care. I, <laughs> I, I was never this mad watching Raven when I was 12. <laughs> but, you know, I just wonder, how did I not notice this? I just take it as a huge win that there wasn't even, a. I don't think, there were parts that we were like, this makes no sense. Like, that's so stupid. But there was no real anger, which is a huge win. It really is. It's a great departure from the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's a a big reason why this has been so short (laughs) in terms of recording. Well, because, and sometimes it's so short because we're like, we can't even fuck, we can't do it. Like, we just gotta, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have anything else to to add to anything. Yeah, me neither. That was pretty much it. Oh, besides the fact that I didn't even make a note of this because it should have gone on set but I'm gonna say it anyway Chelsea is still just getting stupider and stupider so yeah I wrote that down at one point I was just like she is just so dumb yeah these days I don't know what happened but she was on such an upward climb I don't know what the right phrase is but she she was doing well and then just next thing we knew she sucked so yep oh well okay are you ready yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well until next week I'm Taylor I'm Gina And we are watching Disney Channel for we don't know how much longer. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) TBD.